success through a positive mental attitude by Napoleon Hill. Order of Think and Grow Rich. Chapter 1. Meet the most important living person. Somewhere in this book, you will meet him suddenly, surprisingly, and with a shock of recognition that will change your whole life. When you do meet him, you will discover his secret. You will discover that he carries with him an invisible talisman with the initial PMA, embolized on one side, and NMA on the other. This invisible talisman has two amazing powers. It has the power to attract wealth, success, happiness, and health. And it has the power to repel those things, to rob you of all that makes life worth living. It is the first of those powers, PMA, that enables some men to climb to the top and stay there. It is the second that keeps other men in the bottom all their lives. It is NMA that pulls other men down from the top when they have reached it. Perhaps the story of S.B. Fuller will illustrate how it works. We are poor, not because of God. S.B. Fuller was one of the seven children of a Negro tenant farmer in Louisiana. He started to work at the age of five. By the time he was nine, he was driving mules. There was nothing unusual in this. The children of the most of the tenant farmer went to work early. Those family accepted poverty as their lot and asked for not better. Young Fuller was different from his friend in one way. He has a remarkable mother. His mother refused to accept this has to mount existence for her children. That it was all she had ever known. She knew there was something wrong with the fact that her family was barely getting along in a world of joy and plenty. She used to talk to her son about her dreams. We will not be poor, S.B., she used to say. And don't ever let me hear you say that it is God's will that we are poor. We are poor not because of God. We are poor because Father has never developed a desire to become rich. No one in our family has ever developed a desire to be anything else. No one had developed a desire to be wealthy. This idea becomes so deeply ingrained in Fuller's mind that it changed his whole life. He began to want to be rich. He kept his mind on the thing he did want and of the things he did not want. Thus, he developed a burning desire to become rich, the quickest way to make money. He decided was to sell something. He chose soap. For 12 years, he sold it door to door. Then he learned that the company which supplied him was going to be sold at auction. The firm price was 150000 in 12 years of selling and setting aside every penny, he has saved 25000 It was agreed that he would deposit his 25000 and obtain the balance of one twenty-five within a 10 days period. Written into the contract was the condition that if he did not raise the money, he would lose his deposit. During his 12 years as a sub-salesman, 
S.B. Fuller had gained the respect and admiration of many businessmen. He went to them now. He obtained money from personal friends too and from loan companies and investment groups. On the eve of the 10th day, he had raised $115,000. He was 10000 short. Search for their high. I had exhausted every source of credit I knew. He recalled it was late at night in the darkness of my room. I kneeled down and prayed. I asked God to lead me to a person who would let me have the 10,000 in time. I said to myself that I would drive down 61 Street until I saw the first light in a business establishment. I asked God to make the light a sign, indicating his answer. It was 11 o'clock at night when S.B. Fuller drove down Chicago 61st Street. At last, after several blocks, he saw a light in a contractor's office. He walking. There seated at his desk, tired from working late at night, said a man whom Fuller knew slightly, fully realized that he would have to be bold. Do you want to make a thousand dollars? asked Fuller straight out. The contractor was taken aback at the question. Yes, he said, of course. Then make out a check for ten thousand dollars and when I bring back the money, I'll bring back another thousand profit. Fuller recalled telling this man. He gave the contractor the name of the other people who had lent him money and explained in the detail exactly what the business venture was. Let's explore the secret of success. Before he left that night, S.B. Fuller had a check for $10,000 in his pocket. Subsequently, he obtained controlling interest not only in that company, but in seven other, including four cosmetic companies, a hosiery company, a label company, and a newspaper. When we asked him recently to explore with us the secret of his success, he answered in terms of this, of his mother statement so many years before. We are poor, not because of God. We are poor because Father has never developed a desire to become rich. No one in our family has ever developed a desire to be anything else. You see, he told us, I knew what I wanted, but I did not know how to get it. So I read the Bible, an inspirational book, for a purpose. I prayed for the knowledge to achieve my objective. Three books played an important part in transmuting my burning desire into reality. There were first the Bible, second Think and Grow Rich, and third the secret of the ages. My greatest inspiration comes from reading the Bible. If you know what you want, you are more apt to recognize it when you see it. When you read a book, for example, you will recognize opportunities to help you get what you want. As we fully carried with him the invisible talisman with the initials PMA imprinted on one side and enemy on the other. He turned the PMA side up, and amazingly, things happened. He was able to bring into reality ideas that were formerly mere daydreams.
Now, the important things to notice here is that S.B. Fuller started life with fewer advantages than most of us have. But he chose a big goal and headed for it. Of course, the choices of goal was individual. In this time and in this country, you still have your personal right to say, this is what I choose. This is what I want most to accomplish. And unless your goal is against the law of God or society, you can achieve it. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose by trying. Success is achieved and maintained by those who keep trying with PMA. What you try for it, it's up to you. Not everyone would care to be an SB fuller, responsible for large manufacturing concern. Not everyone would choose to pay the costly price of being a great artist to many. The riches of life are quite different. A skill in day-to-day living which adds up to a happy, love-filled life is success. You can have this and other riches too. The choice is yours. But whether success to you means becoming rich as it did to S.B. Fuller or the discovery of a new element in chemistry or the creation of a piece of music or the growing of a roses or the nurturing of a child, no matter what success means to you, the invisible talisman with the initial PMA, embolism on one side and enemy on the other can help you achieve it. You attract the good and desirable with PMA. You repel them with enemy. Every adversary has the seed of an equivalent or greater benefits. But what if I have a physical Handicap. How benefits? But what if I have a physical handicap? How can a change of attitude help me? You may ask perhaps the story of Tom Dempsey, a boy who was disabled at birth, will give you your answer. Tom was born without half and right foot and only a stub of a right arm. As a boy, he wanted to engage in sports. As the other boy did, he had a burning desire to play football. Because of this desire, his parents had an artificial foot made for him. It was made of wood. The wooden foot was encased in a special stubborn football shoes. Hour after hour, day after day, Tom would practice kicking the football with his wooden foot. He would try and keep on trying to make field goals at greater and greater distances. He became so proficient that he was hired by the New Orleans Saints. The screams of 66,910 football fans could be heard throughout the entire United States when, within the last two seconds of the game, Tom Dante, with his crippled leg, Kick a record breaking 63 yard field goal. It was the longest field goal ever kicked in a professional football game. It gave the Saints a winning score of 1917 over the Detroit Lions. 
We were beaten by a miracle," said Detroit coach Joseph Smith. Smith, Smith. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> We, but. <laughs> Oh, and too many. It was a miracle in answer to a prayer. Tom Dempsey did not kick that field goal. God kicked it, said Lion. Lion Baker, Wayne Walker. Interesting. But what does the Tom Dempsey story mean to you? You may ask. Our you may you may ask. Our response would be very little unless you develop the habit of recognizing, relating, assimilating, and using universal principles, and adopt them as your very own. Then follow through with the desirable action. And what are the principles? You could apply from the Tom Dempsey story, whether or not you are physically disabled, they can be learned and applied by children and adults. <laughs> Greatness comes to those who develop a burning desire to achieve high goals. Success is achieved and maintained by those. Who try and keep on trying with PMA to become an expert achiever in any human activities, it takes practice, practice, practice. Effort and work can become fun when you establish specific desirable goals. With every adversity, there is a seed of an equivalent or greater benefit for those who are motivated with PMA to become achievers. Man's greatest power lies in the power of prayer. Amen. <laughs> to learn and apply those principles, turn up your invisible talisman to the PMA side. When Henley wrote the poetic lines, "I am the master of my fate; I am the captain of my soul," he could have informed us that we are the master of our fate because we are the master. Yes, first of our attitude, our attitude shapes our future. This is a universal law. The poet could have told us, with great emphasis, that this law works, whether whether the attitude are destructive or constructive. The last state that we translate into physical reality, the thoughts and attitude which we hold in our minds. No matter what they are, we translate into reality thoughts of poverty just as quickly as we do thoughts of riches. But when our attitude towards ourselves is big, and our attitude towards others is generous and merciful, we attract big and generous portion of success. We'll be right back. A truly great man. Consider the example of Henry J. Kaiser, a truly successful person because his attitude towards himself is big. Companies identified with the name Henry J. Kaiser hold assets of more than one billion dollars because. He is generous and merciful to others. The speechless have been made to talk. The crippled have been restored to useful lives, and hundreds of 
thousands of persons have received hospital care at a very low cost. All this grow from seeds of thoughts planted within him by his mother. Mary Kayser gave her son Henry the priceless gift. She also taught him to apply the greatest value in life. The uh, first, the priceless gift after her day's work, Mary Kayser will spend hours as a volunteer uh, nurse helping the unfortunate. Often she said to her son, Henry, nothing is ever accomplished without work. If I leave you nothing else but the will to work, I will have left you the priceless gift, the joy of work. Second, the greatest value in life, it was my mother said, Mr. Kaiser, who first taught me some of the greatest value in life. Among those were the love of people and the importance of serving others. Loving people and serving them, she used to say, is the greatest value in life. Henry G. Kaiser knows the power of PMA. He knows that it can do in his life what it can do in his life and for his country. He also knows the force of NMA. During World War II, he built over 1,005 ships with such rapidity that he startled the world when he said, we can construct the liberty ship every 10 days. <laughs> the experts said, it can't be done. It's impossible. Yet, Kaiser did it. Those who believe they can't repel the positive, they use the negative side of the talisman. Those who believe they can repel the negative, they use the positive side. That is why we must be cautious. When we use this talisman, its PMA side can get for you all the rich blessings of life. It can help you to overcome your difficulties and to discover your strengths. It can help you step out ahead of your competitors and as with Kaiser it can turn what others say is impossible into reality hmm. but the anime side is just as powerful instead of attracting happiness and success it can attract despair and defeat like all power the talisman is dangerous if we don't use it properly. How the force of enemy repels. There is a very interesting story which illustrates how the force of enemy repels. It comes out of one of the southern states. There were wood-burning fireplaces are still used to heat homes. Lived a woodcutter who also was an unsuccessful person. For more than two years, he had supplied a certain homeowners with firewood. The woodcutter knew that the logs could not be larger than seven inches in diameter. If they were to fit this particular fireplace. On one occasion, this old customer ordered a cord of wood, but was away when it was delivered. 
on arriving home, he discovered that most of the wood was larger than the specified size. He called the woodcaller and asked him to have the oversized logs exchanged or split. I can do this, said the wood dealer. It would cost more than the whole load is worth. With that, he hung up. So the homeowner was left with the job of splitting the logs himself. He rolled up his sleeves and set to work about halfway. Through the job, he noticed that one particular log had a very large knot hole which someone had plugged up. The homeowner left the log. It seemed unusually light and appeared to be hollow, which a hefty swing of the axe. He split the log. A blackened roll of tin foil fell out. The homeowner stopped down pick up the roll and unwrap it to his amazing amazement. It contained very old $50 and $100 bill. Slowly, he counted them. They amount to exactly $2,250. The bills had evidently been in the three for many years, <laughs> as the pa as the paper was very brittle, the homeowner had PMA. His only thought was to get the money back to his rightful owner. He picked up the phone, <laughs> called the wood dealer again, and asked him where he had cut his load. Again, they, they would call the enemy secreted its repelling power. That's nobody's business but mine, he said. If you give away your secret, people will cheat you every time. Despite many efforts, the homeowner never learned where the logs come from or who had sealed the money inside. <laughs> now, the point of this story does not lie in irony. It is true that the man with PMA found the money, while the man with NMA had not. But it is also true that good breaks to do occur in everyone's life. However, the men who live with NMA will prevent life's lucky breaks from benefiting him. And the men with PMA will so arrange his attitude that he will turn even the bad breaks into advantages. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, the sales staff of the combined insurance company of America, there was a salesman named Al Allen. I want to be the company's star salesman. He tried to apply the PMA principles found in the inspirational books and a magazine he read. He read an edition in Success Unlimited magazine entitled Develop inspirational dissatisfaction. It was not long after that he had an opportunity to put into practice that he had read. He had a bad break. This gave him the opportunity to arrange his attitude so that he could use the PME side of his talisman effectively. He developed inspirational dissatisfaction 
One icy winter day, I'll cold canvas every store in a city block in Wisconsin. He walked in announcing and tried to sell insurance. On that day, I did not make a single sell. Of course, he has dissatisfied, but as PME turned this dissatisfaction into inspirational dissatisfaction. Why? He remembered the editorial he had read. He applied the principle the next day before selling out from the local office he told his fellow talisman his his fellow salesman about his failures the day before he said wait and see today i'm going back to call on those same prospects and i'll sell more insurance than all the rest of you combined and the remarkable things is that I did it. He went back to that same city, to that same city block, and again called on every person he had talked to day day before. He sold sixty six new accident contracts. Wow! Now, this was an unusual achievement, and. It happened because of the bad breaks. When Al George threw the lids and whined for eight hours without selling a single policy, Alan was able to rearrange his attitudes. He was able to confront the negative kind of dissatisfaction that most of us would feel in similar circumstances of failure. On one day, into inspirational dissatisfaction, which results in success the next day, Al did become the company's best salesman and was promoted to a sales manager. Hmm. This ability to turn the invisible talisman over and use the side which has the force of PMA rather than the side which has the force of NMA. His characteristic of so many of our really successful people. Most of us are inclined to look upon success as coming in some mysterious way, through advantages that we do not have, perhaps because we do have them. We don't see them. The obvious is often unseen. Every man's PMA is his advantage, and there is nothing mysterious about it. Henry Ford, after he had achieved success, was the subject of much envy. People felt that because of good fortune or influential friends or genius or whatever they thought was Ford's secret, because of those things, Ford was successful. And no doubt about it. Some of those elements played a part, but there was something more. Perhaps one person in every hundred thousand knew the real reason for Ford's success. And those few were unusually ashamed to speak of it because of its simplicity. A single glimpse of Ford in action will illustrate the secret perfectly. Years ago, Henry Ford deceived, decided to develop the now famous motto known as V8. He wanted to build an engine with the entire eight cylinders 
cars in one block. He instructed his engineers to produce a design for such an engine to a man. The engineers agreed that it was simply impossible to cast an eight-cylinder gasoline engine hmm, black in one piece. Ford said, produce it anyway. But they replied, it's impossible. Go to work, Ford commanded, and stay on the job until you succeed, no matter how much time is required. The engineers went to work. There was nothing else for them to do if they were to remain on the Ford staff. Six months went by and they had no success. Another six months passed and still no success. The more the engineers tried, the more the things seemed impossible. At the end of the year, Ford checked with his engineers. Once again, they informed him that they had found no way to carry out his orders. Keep working, said Ford. I want it and I'll have it. And what happened? Well, of course, the engine was not impossible at all. <laughs> the Ford V8 became the most spectacularly successful car one on the road pulling Henry Ford and his company so far out in front of his nearest competitor that it took years for them to catch up. He was using PMA and the same power is available to you. If you use it, if you turn your talisman to the right side, as Henry Ford did, you too can achieve success in bringing into reality the possibility of the impossible. If you know what you want, you can find it anywhere, a way to get it. Mm -hmm. A man of 25 has before him some 100,000 working hours should be retired at 65. How many of your working hours will be alive with the magnificent force of PMA? And how many of them will have the life knockout of them with the stunning blow of enemy? But how do you go about it, putting PME to work in your life rather than enemy? Some people seem to use this power instinctively. When it came to developing the Ford car, Henry Ford was one of those. Others have to learn, Al Allen learned by relating and assimilating what he read. An inspirational magazine and books, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude is such a book. You too can learn to develop PMA. Some people use PMA for a while, but when they receive the setback, they lose faith in it. They start out right, but some bad breaks cause them to flip the talisman wrong side up. They fail to realize that success is maintained by those who keep trying with PMA. 
They are like the famous old race horse. John P. Greer. John P. was a thoroughbred of great promise. Such promise, in fact, that he was groomed, trained, and built as the only horse that stood a chance of beating the greatest racehorse of all time, man or war. Don't let your mental attitude make you he has been in the drier stakes at the aqueduct in July of 1920. The two horses finally met. It was a magnificent day. All eyes were arrived on the starting post. The two horses got away evenly. Down the track, they went side by side. It was clear that John was giving men war the race of his life. At the quarter mark, they were even. The half mark, the three-quarter mark, and still they were even. At the eight pole, neck and neck. Then in the stretch, John brought the crowd to his feet. Slowly, he edged ahead. It was a moment of crisis for men who was jockey. He made up his mind for the first time in the great horse's career. The joker flicked him solidly on the rump, which is whip. Men were reacted as thought the joker had set fire to his tail. He shot out ahead and pulled away from John as if the other horse were standing still. At the end of the race, Manoir was seven lengths ahead. But the significant things from our point of view was the effect of defeat. On the other horse, John P. had been a horse of great spirit, victory, was in his attitude. But he was so broken by his experience that he never really recovered. All of his races afterward were weak, half-hearted attempt, and he never won again. People are not racehorses, but... This story is reminiscent of far too many men who, in the boom years of the 1920s, started off with a wonderful attitude of success. They achieved financial success and then boom, the depression struck in 1930. They experienced defeat. They were crushed. Their attitude changed from positive to negative. Their talisman flipped to the side that read enemy. They stopped trying. They like John P. Become husbands. Some people seem to use PMA pretty much all the time. Others start and then quit. But others, the vast majority of us, have never really begun to use the tremendous power that available to us. What about you? Can we learn to use PMA as we've learned other skills? The answer, based on your years of experience, is a definitely yes. This is the subject of this book. In the chapter that follow, we will show you how it can be done. The effort to learn will be worth it 
because PMA is the essential ingredient in all success. Meet the most important living person. The day you recognize PMA for yourself is the day that you will meet the most important living person. Who is it? Why? The most important living person is you. As far as you and your life are concerned, take a look at yourself. Is not is it true that you carry with you an invisible talisman with the initial PMA and blazon on the side of NMA on the other? What exactly is this talisman, this force? The talisman is your mind. PMA is a positive mental attitude. A positive mental attitude is the right mental attitude. What? <laughs> What is the right mental attitude? It is most often comprised of the plus characteristics symbolized by such words as faith, integrity, Hope, optimism, courage, initiative, generosity, tolerance, tact, kindness, and good common sense. Hmm. A person with positive mental attitude aims for high goals and constantly strives to achieve them. NMA is a negative mental attitude. It has opposite characteristics to PMA. After years spent studying successful men, the others of success through a positive mental attitude have come to the conclusion that a positive attitude, mental attitude, is the one simple secret shared by them all. It was PMA that helped SB Fuller overcome the disadvantage of poverty. It was PMA that motivated Tom Dempsey, despite his cripple leg, to kick the longest field goal ever kicked in a professional football game. And it was certainly a positive mental attitude that emboldened Henry J. Kisser to build a liberty ship every 10 days. It was Alain's ability to turn his talisman right side up that motivated him to return to his prospects, the very one who had refused him the day before and set a new sales record. Do you know how to make your invisible talisman work for you? Perhaps you do, but you don't. Perhaps you have developed and strengthened your PMA until life is bringing you every word while wish. But if you have not, you can and will learn the technique whereby You can release your power of PMA to its magic in your life as you continue to read this book. A positive mental attitude, what it is, and how it may be developed and applied is described throughout this book. It is the one essential principle of these books. 17 principles for achievement worthwhile success. Achievement is attained through some combinations of PMA. With one or more of the other 16 success principles, master them. Begin applying each of them as you recognize them while reading success through a positive mental attitude. When you make each principle a part of your life, 
yours will be a positive mental attitude in its most powerful form. And the payoff will be success, health, happiness, wealth, or whatever defined aims you may have in life. Those will be yours, provided you don't violate the laws of infinite intelligence and the rights of your fellow men. Such violations are the most repellent forms of NMA. In Chapter 2, you will find the formula by which you may keep your mind positive. Master that formula. Simply apply it in all that you do, and you will be on your way to the attainment of your every desire. Okay. So now... I finished read the chapter one of this book, and there is um, uh, there is a work that you have to do. Okay, so um, I don't know if I have to read it now or if I have to read it on the next um, on the next podcast, but that will complete the book you know it will complete the chapter one anyway let me um, say it so thoughts to steer by number one meet the most important living person that person is you your success health happiness wealth depending on you you use your invisible talisman how will you use it the choice is yours Number two, your mind is your invisible talisman. The letters PMA, positive mental attitude, are emblazoned on one side and NMA, negative mental attitude, on the other. Those are powerful forces. PMA is the right mental attitude for each specific occasion it has the power to attract the good and the beautiful. Enemy repel them. It is a negative mental attitude that robs you of all that makes life worth living. Self-question, how can I develop the right mental attitude? Be specific. Don't blame God for your lack of success. Like S.B. Fuller, you can develop a burning desire to succeed. How? Keep your mind on the things you want and off the things you don't want. How? Number four, like S.B. Fuller, read the Bible and inspirational books for a purpose. Ask for divine guidance. Search for the light. Self-question, do you believe it's proper to ask for divine guidance? Five, every adversity has the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit for those who have PME. Sometimes the things that seem to be adversities turned success turn out to be opportunities in disguise. Tom Dempsey discovered this as a cripple. Self-question, will you engage in taking time to determine how you can turn adversities into seeds of equivalent or greater benefits? Six, accept the principled gift, the joy of work, Apply the greatest value in life. Love people. Serve them like Henry J. Kessel. You will attract big and generous portion of success. You can if you develop PMA. Self-question, will you search to find out how you can develop PMA? As you continue to listen to this book, 
never underestimate the repelling power of a negative mental attitude. It can prevent life lucky breaks from benefiting you. Self-question, PMA attract good luck. How can I develop the habit of PMA? Eight, you can profit by disappointment. It is turned into inspirational dissatisfaction with PMA alike or Ellen develop inspirational dissatisfaction rearrange your attitude and convert a failure of one day into success on another day how do you do that think you can develop inspirational dissatisfaction bring into reality the, the, the possibility of the improbable by acquiring PMA. Stay to yourself, as Henry Ford said to his engineers. Keep working. Have you the courage to aim high and strive daily to keep your goal before you? Don't let your mental attitude make you a husband. When you become successful in a depression or any other unfavorable circumstances arises which causes you to lose or defeat, act on the self-motivation. Success is achieved by those who try and maintained by those who keep trying with PMA, this is the way to avoid being crushed. Okay. Every adversity has the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Greatness comes to those who develop a burning desire to achieve high goals. Success is achieved and maintained by those who try and keep on trying with PMA. To become an expert, achiever in any human activity, it takes practice, 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 practice. Man's greatest power lies in the power of prayer. Ha! Ah, that's what Jesus said, pray, 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 pray. All right. So you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it. Pray, pray, pray. Never stop praying. Meditation is praying. Sitting silent and think about your goal is praying. The Bible said, pray constantly. Pray constantly. A lot of people say, but I don't know how to pray. Well, stay on your PME instead of the enemy. Pray is keeping something alive, is keeping what you want to achieve alive and keep working towards it until it coming from the spiritual world into your reality world. You vision what you want. That means um, you're doing like uh, architect, okay? You put the copy of what you want in your mind and then you give it to the spiritual world to put it it, the spiritual world is the one that manufacturing your idea, is manufacturing your goal. Whatever you want in your physical world, you put it into the spiritual world, okay? And then when you put it there, you have to keep wanting it so the spiritual world can send it to you. But if you keep forgetting it, you know how many people that get so much things in the spiritual world because they want this one. And then they ask for it. They got the copy and they got everything there in the spiritual world and they're working on it and they leave it and they ask for something else. And every time you do that, it stays there because it never comes to your physical world to you because you flip your talisman. Good night.
Don't flip your talisman. Stay positive. Until next time.